0: When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Dros. You know, comics are a funny medium uh, for a lot of reasons, but let's let's focus on just one today, shall we? Um, it's made of images. It's made of graphical elements, hence the term graphic novels, which gives some people pause, but it's fine. I'm, I'm done fighting that one. Um, but it's graphical. It's, it's image-based. Um, even even the text in comics has an image. It fun- They function like images as well as like traditional text, right? Um, shape, size, line, and color. Figure into the way you use text in comics. So bearing that in mind, you would think that your job is to create as pleasing of an image as possible or as communicative of an image as possible and that means that you have to make a good looking image or well depending on the type of story if i mean if it's a horrific scene then it should be a horrific image right but either way there should be um a level of craftsmanship that has to that, that needs to be apparent um in order for it to be um in order for all parties concerned to accept that it is "quote unquote" good comics, however, you also don't want to uh, interrupt the reading flow in creating this beautiful image, or this horrific image, or this this aesthetically arresting image. There we go. That sounds like a nice neutral way of saying, like this image, like it makes us pause and say, "Look at it! Look at it! Look at it! Look at that craftsmanship on that image!" Right? But if if you do too much of that. Then you've interrupted the reading flow. you stopped them from reading the comic and taking them out of it to admire your technique and craftsmanship, right uh, And that's what I was struggling with today i I found myself having finished my teaching for this term at the Ann Arbor Art Center. I had a full day, a full day to draw comics and oh, what a luxury what what a glorious thing and I'm not being sarcastic at all. It was great. Um, I'm still not done. Still got a long way to go. I'm, I finished, uh, coloring page 54 of Boulder and Fleet, inked it yesterday, colored it today. I'm cruising through it. Actually have a page of buffer on the comic again. And, uh, God willing, uh, in the next week or so, I will, uh, add on to that buffer before the holidays fully kick in. Um, but then I got to finish some RoboForce pencils. I did the, the first round of rough pencils on it and, uh, about to head into doing the final tight pencils on it. And then that's when I get into this whole finding the balance uh, between creating something that is um, clearly labored over, uh, skilled craftsmanship has been put into play in order to create this image um, versus what's the minimum I need to do to sell the idea of this moment. What's this moment about? What's the emotional content of the moment? What's the plot? Content of the moment. What is the tone of the moment? What do I what do I really need to communicate here? And what's the absolute minimum I need to to deliver that idea? Not to be all deadly economy about it. Not not to try to like get out of doing work, but to not overwork, right? To not put in too much work. Because if I put in too much work, two problems. One uses up more time than what I have. We've got bandwidth constraints here. Two uh, when you overwork, often it shows in the work, right? And I, I was guilty of that in my early days as a cartoonist. You know, you would put too much detail in, trying to show off that you're not afraid of detail. Uh, go back to some of my old um, uh, Antarctic Press work when I was really when I was first starting out. There was a Hitomi miniseries that, uh, or not miniseries. It was a, a couple, of, not Hitomi either. It was it was itchy. It was itchy itchyku. Um, from Ninja High School, uh, Tom Root and I and a buddy of mine did some um, shorts. I guess they were like five page, six page short backup stories in Ninja High School, uh, where Itchy has to go to um, Walmart or it's Walmart in the Ninja High School universe to get nutmeg. Uh, she just all she wants to do is buy nutmeg, but it's like this big box superstore, and so we do this like one panel spread of her, like, surveying the the labyrinthine, you know, complexity of, of Walmart. And that was, like, panel four on the page, right? And, like, we, but yet we did this, like, it was just, it was a ridiculous perspective shot. And actually, in in retrospect, if you do find that issue, yes, the perspective's wrong. I was a kid. Sorry. I was learning. But what, what, what happened was when it got printed, it, none, not all the detail came through. There was more detail in the original art that made it into the printed version so that's what i mean by overworking it can it can what you think is awesome detail can become very muddy uh and messy and and that's when the squint test comes in right when we all remember the squint test the squint test is when you hold the piece at like arm's length and squint your eyes and look at what what, what kind of shapes am i seeing uh, is the composition good just getting a fuzzy out of focus version of the page. And I was doing that today with that RoboForce page, like figuring out, okay, let's. Do I need to add more to this? Does more? Do I need to add more elements to the scene to sell this scene, or um, is it? Is it? Would that be overdoing it? Would that be pushing it to the point of now it's just visually too messy and there's you, there's no focus anymore? So I was holding you know the tablet at arm's length and squinting my eyes at it, and it's tough. It's tough when you're um when you're digitally penciling, for all its advantages. Uh, it's easy to forget to do that. So, like, what I'll often do is I hook up my Surface to uh, an external monitor, and you can just make a new window of the document you're working on, and uh, I keep that like on the external monitor. I keep the pencil page zoomed out, so um, it, it's like almost a little bit under actual size of what it would be if it was printed in a book or view viewed on a computer screen, since it is going to be a webcomic. Uh, just just so I have like a quick reference look at. Is this too dense? Is this too muddy? Or does it need more? Is it too vacant? Is it too empty? Right? Is there too much negative space? Right? Um, but yeah, that's that's the balance. I'm, I mean, I think a lot of us are always fighting when we're making our comics. Is that we all joke wryly about how um, and, you know people read a graphic novel that took some it took a cartoonist two years to make this graphic novel it takes somebody like an afternoon to read it or less, right? Like an hour to read the graphic novel. Uh, It's two years of somebody's life that you just plowed through. But, at the same time, that's kind of what we want. We want the reader to get lost in the book and get so immersed in it that they don't even think about how fast they're reading it. Um, Maybe upon second or third reading, you can go back and do that, like, sort of drinking in all the lush imagery of the comic. Uh, But, you know, we most of us, not all of us, but most of us make the story uh, to engage and enthrall a reader. And so uh, finding out how to do that with just enough imagery, effective imagery, not, you know, overwhelming imagery. Uh, unless the point is to overwhelm. <laughs> There's always a condition with this stuff. So, uh, yeah, the only other thing that I, I had on my list today... Is yesterday after I recorded uh, Thunder Punch Daily two hundred, in preparation for my teen manga studio class, I put together a template for them. Uh, Now I'm sure some of you have seen this before. It is a uh, it's a mini comic template where you take a sheet of eight and a half by eleven paper, letter sized paper in the United States. I don't know what it's called uh, overseas. It's is it A four? Is it B four? Um. I really should learn those those different sizes, and making a note to myself to so learn those different sizes and, and what the comparisons are, because uh, I know there's approximately three centimeters in an inch. How come I don't know the comp- the, the differences in different paper sizes? Anyway, so eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper folded into eight segments. Right, so you fold it in half, and half, and half, three half folds, and then you get like uh, an eight, what like a, a, a table with eight cells basically folded into your paper. When it's all folded down, it's roughly half the size of a traditional mini comic, and so then you unfold it, you fold it in half, uh, what they call hamburger style, which is to say, hold it portrait, hold it portrait orientation, fold it in half, uh, you know, top to bottom, and then you cut uh, to the you cut from the fold midway into the piece of paper, fold it hot dog style, which is to say, turn the um, the paper. Uh, landscape orientation fold in half. And you get like this open diamond in the middle. You push that diamond together and then it folds together into a book. I'll find a link in the show notes to that format of mini comic. So I made a manga studio template where uh, you know, it's, it's just a page divided up that way. It's a, it's a letter size page divided up into those eight segments. Gave it to my students and said, all right, let's see if we can do a seven page mini comic with a cover in an hour and a half. Can we do it? And a couple of the kids finished it. They finished it and they printed it out. We cut the little cut in it and then folded it up. And boom, they had books as they were leaving class that day. And, you know, even the kids were saying, like, look, this isn't like finished, finished. Like it needs editing. I'm like, yeah, it does. But it's pretty cool that you got like to the point where it was a printable item within an hour and a half. That's immense uh, evidence that you can, you know, deliver on, on a product. Uh, so it got me thinking like, well, I got this template. Uh, I wonder if I should do like a, I've got tiny expo coming up in a couple of weeks, well, about a month. Like, could I like sit down like on a weekend and do like a seven page little boulder and fleet thing? Like this, this is a giveaway, right? So it'd take like 15 cents to print, uh, at some place like Kinko's or some copy shop or whatever. Um, I wonder what I, I, wonder what I could do with that. Um, so it's on my, it's, it's on my radar I don't know if I'm going to do it. If I do wind up doing it, I will let you guys know. And I will share it on the Boulder and Fleet Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash jersey, where I have been posting a whole bunch of in-process material, like here's some pencils, here's some pencils and thumbnails. So you can see sort of like, and it's it's all, this is the stuff that's behind the Patreon wall. Um, you actually have to, you know, uh, become a subscriber in order to get to that stuff. But if you're interested in process stuff, uh, I've been posting it there at patreon.com slash jersey speaking of which who am i jersey droves cartoonist and teaching artist, boulder and jersey on twitter this recording is part of the art sound off challenge at artsoundoff.com where i and a bunch of other visual storytellers are checking in once a day for the month of november 2015 and recording an audio journal reflection essay whatever you want to call it sharing it online with an art sound off hashtag sounds simple but it's super challenging and i might my, my Congratulations and thanks to all of the participants who have been playing along with me and Rob this month. I mean, I know it's not easy, uh, and it's super cool that you guys are sticking sticking with it the way you are. And if you want to listen to all these different entries, you can go to twitter.com slash artsoundoff. That's retweeting all the different posts uh, that are being recorded in a variety of ways and shared on a variety of sites. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember everybody. In today's story, I sure was busy boy did that hurt ramming things may look like fun but it really isn't trying to use your head the way i do is not only dangerous (laughs) it's dumb i mean you could get hurt badly so listen to rammy play safely and when you use your head use it the way it was meant to be used to think (laughs) until later so long